Humbo Bumbo. It's me, Jumbo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I loved that one. No, I'm Jordan. Hi, I'm the reason that they stopped letting you wear Heelys at the mall. She can't even Heely. She's lying. I had Heelys. I miss my Heelys. You don't remember my Heelys? No. (gasps) Anyway. Wow. That's Maddie. I'm Maddie. And welcome back to The Power of Two Will Do Nothing for You, a podcast recapping every episode of the TV show Charmed. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, this week. (laughs) Oh, this week's episode is season one, episode nine The Witch is Back, written by Cheryl J. Anderson, who, mind you, is also the showrunner for that Sweet Magnolia show on Netflix, which is not really my vibe, but I know that it has. the gal who played Cheyenne and Reba. So, oh, yeah, didn't know any of these things. Just sharing, uh, directed by Richard Deneau, who also directed like 90210, Melrose Place, things of the era, things of the era, the era. Great. And I think this episode smashes. <gasps> this smashes. episode this is when we, tickles you said me. This, but this is when you said this just before we um, put our little mouths to hit the little, little recording button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is when it becomes a show. Yeah, like, I feel like, like this show. episode is really like, yeah. like this is what I remember Charmed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when we're finding our flow. We are Charmed. You know, we're com- <laughs> like we're we we're really like getting into our magic. Yes, we are witches. We know how to do the witchery. We're not like, oh, what is this? It's also the first time that we're like really confronted with something really really serious. Yeah, which I will like get this into. is actually like we really could have. Yeah, died. like where where Prue's even spooked. Prue's yeah. not often spooked. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I feel yeah. like before this, the episodes were kind of like you know gentle and like slow moving. And I feel like this episode, we're like boom 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 I boom also, boom. It's interesting because I noticed a lot, and like I'll point it out that like Phoebe kind of becomes the actual Phoebe in this episode, mm. as opposed to like I don't really know what was happening. Before yeah, like this. little baby. And sister. I'm sure this is like a combination of like Alyssa Milano figuring out Finding like what she's doing with this part. Yeah, and like the the writing, the writing for this in this episode, episode is really, is really good. It's better. really really like, good. It's like a couple steps up. Yeah, like it wasn't bad. To no, begin and with, it's not bad, and it's not you know, it's just it gets like elevated. Yeah, there's it just like really a lot feels of like, like a show humor and character stuff and yeah, a even lot like of the plot is just like it develops it's yeah. like a real thing and not just really like well it's or, not or like what this is the episode where we introduce <gasps> blinking i was gonna say there's so much in this episode that i have been waiting for and blinking is one of them but we're getting excited we're getting ahead of ours i know i'm sorry okay anyway <laughs> so we open on salem 1692 yeah, salem massachusetts which not is, a good time that's like y'all. the worst thing we could have seen not one good. of the one of the worst things not great could have been on the screen i don't want to be there but i Pilgrim shoes. Pilgrim we had a really shoes. good shot. No, it's so funny. Shoes. Oh, one, two, buckle I my shoe. I, I, the, that was one of my first thoughts was pilgrim shoes. Yeah, the big yeah, buckle. Yeah, absolutely. And we uh, introduce a blonde lady and Mr. Silky Hair. And he calls her Melinda. Melinda. Calls her Melinda. And he he comes in. His name's Matthew. Yes. Right? Yeah, Ma- Mr. Silky Hair. Um, his name's Mr. Silky Hair. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. One thing I was also going to point out, because we talked about this in the um, Wedding from Hell. Is that what it was called? They have the same hair almost. <laughs> yeah. You What's with that. all these 90s You're couples so right. having almost yeah, the exact same hair? Good. But this woman named Melinda, we gather from this conversation, is locked up. And this Matthew guy is a traitor. He seems like he's magic. Well, she's also a witch. Well, seems like they're both magic. Yeah. And seems like he knew she was magic. And he told on her. And he turned her in. And now she's going to be burned at the stake. 
He's, right. He betrayed us and we were lovers. Also, just for the record, uh, the people who were burned in the witch yeah. trials were... They were, were ladies. They were just women. They were not witches at all. Like okay, not occasionally even like, they were while, like yeah. pagans who were still practicing But also paganism. like the ironic but thing is, you just know... women. Well, because the thing is too, like people who were actually pagan or who like maintained those traditions, like they knew they had what to the tea was. be stealthy. And that's like yeah. 50 times more messed up because people who like were burned or were executed were often just like young ladies or somebody who never married or a gay you know lots of options basically just mass hysteria due to christianity that was basically this this lady is doing something that's out of the ordinary yeah having a husband and children and cleaning and cooking burn Mm -hmm. her yeah, she's just, not fitting into the society. Kill it with fire. Not cool. Anyway. But Melinda, because this guy betrayed us. Feet. Colonial shoes. <laughs> I love her. I knew I had a note. I'm, I'm sorry. Love, yeah, I wrote pilgrim shoes yeah, in all so, caps. But Melinda says that he betrayed her. They were lovers and he betrayed her. So she takes the, it's like a locket. Mm-hmm. that she had around her neck and she rips it off and she throws it at him. She's like, you can have this back, you traitor. And he, Matthew opens it. Mr. Silky Hair is his name? Mm-hmm. Mr. Silky Hair opens it and there's a little flower petal inside. And it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous You bringing up the important things. I didn't even realize that. I guess I'm I was focusing, looking away. I'm focusing on the magic. I'm focusing <laughs> on the magic. Flower right, play right, this. You're fair. You're okay. Yeah, there's a little. There's oh, it's a. I guess oh, it's like it's a full a, flower. It's a flower, and then it goes and it fire. bursts. It, he takes it in his hand. It bursts into flame. Right, and then he gets cursed. He gets. He gets. And this is the best moment of my life. Sorry, Jordan's not gonna get to talk because Maddie get too excited about Melinda Warren. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he gets swept up into a hurricane, and then she. Oh says, my God! <laughs> not a hurricane. Outside of time, outside of gain, no only sorrow. Because it's really good. She's really good. She scares me. What is it? Outside of space, outside, outside of, of time. Outside of time, outside of gain. No only sorrow. No, no only, only pain. pain. Yes, it's so it's good. Great. I want that tattooed on it's my good. body. I like it. Like yeah. that is good. Yeah. I want to say that to the next person who pisses me off. Oh my God. And then he gets all. He gets kind of like. He, he gets, gets all smooshed sucky. into like a swooshing vortex. He gets sucked it's a hurricane, into. But okay. There's no water. He gets. It's a dry hurricane, which there's is a tornado. No he gets sucked into the locket and the locket closes sealing him inside what happens when he's in the locket is it like some black I feel like mirror it's like a g vibes? i feel like he's like frozen i feel like he's you not because i don't know when he when he comes out later he's just like oh finally yeah he's not like like messed up in the head okay, i mean you know? can demons get messed up in the head They're i mean i feel like up. you get trapped in a locket for years and years and hundreds of years i feel like you're gonna lose your mind a little bit mm, he's already crazy Anyway, that's fair. I don't think that's important. Or at Buckland's. Yes, and Rex is fingering a bit of jewels. I hate you. <laughs> he, br- I can't say the F word, but she can say that. What do you mean? I'm talking about fingering a bit of jewels. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a way of speak. It's not my fault that you're a pervert. <laughs> okay. 
but he brought but yeah, and we see that these, um yeah he brought in all these jewels and things for prue to appraise and one of them is the locket we just saw and prue takes the locket in her hand and opens it up because she doesn't know yeah she picks it up there's a wee bit of smoke there's a wee bit of spark then there's a wee bit of man and there's matthew mr silky hair yeah he's here she, hair re- just she released silky. him literally within the first like five minutes of the episode i mean we got a lot we're to do. already doing it and i like that same yeah i'm impatient she's like what she's very confused oh wait when melinda and matthew are talking melinda all we also get the information that matthew stole melinda's powers oh right yeah and then turned her Mm -hmm. in so she also had her powers taken by this guy and she takes her powers back when she seals him in the locket Yes. So yeah, Matthew pops out of the lock. It says, "Guess who, bitch?" And <laughs> Prue's like, "I, I, I don't does know." Does a bitch pop? Yeah. Prue's like, "I don't know who, who." And she's he's like, like um, "I'm Matthew. You know Matthew." And he's you like, "You know my ex girlfriend." Yeah. He's like, "You must. If you unleashed me, if you." You need to go. <laughs> I can't think for, of the for, word for the listener. <laughs> she's flailing her hand wildly but no words are exiting the mouth hole oh my god but he, matthew says to prue if you released me from the locket then you must be a descendant of melinda warren and we do know that name from a previous episode melinda warren when they first get their powers i think in the very first episode right mm. phoebe reads in the book of shadows that melinda warren is their ancestor that basically originated the power of three and like they're that's the the witch that they are all descendant from their right. their whole familial line mm-hmm. so we know this name prue being prue immediately throws matthew against the wall with her power but she doesn't know that that's the worst thing she could have done i do have a question about this at the end of the episode there's something that happens that sort of confuses me but we will get there all right also this is like Prue is spooked because she's like powerless against this man. She's like now remembering yeah. what it was like to be a normal lady in the yeah, world. Yeah, because he copied her power. Right. So now he can use her power and her and power is shit. powerless against right. him. So it's very stressful. Not good. And he says to Prue, I want all those powers back. He wants all three powers. So he wants Prue's power, Piper's power, and Phoebe's power because Melinda had all three. Yeah, and she's heavily shook we're for the very beginning shook. of the episode. Like, damn, I haven't even had my salad. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're still getting into the episode, but we're already in mortal danger. Yeah, and, and yes, oh, <laughs> he blinks. That was her blink reaction. That was my reaction to him blinking. And you know what? I one I wish I could be in the room when they decided. Um, what the blink would sound like yeah because i think it's, it's so perfect. Perfect. i love it so much i don't know if it's like i don't even know if it's like metal on metal or like what the sound is what like, is it yeah like what was the person doing in post that like made that sound or where did they find that sound because mm-hmm. it's such a good sound like it i don't know what it is but it scratches that autistic itch in my brain mm-hmm. that's Ooh, it's just good. It's got good. It got good. Good ear feel. <laughs> good ear feel. It's good. You write to the creator of Charmed. Good ear feel on the blink sound. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Matthew Tate. My, sidebar played by Billy Worth, which I think is like a big notable because uh, Billy be killing it. So Matthew Tate. Uh, oh wow, this is a crazy moment. He yeah. This is another. We're first. also having. So, oh my god, is this two time traveling episodes in a row? 
Yes. Because last we week we had Mr. Travel. Three-Eyed right, Man Mr. from the future. Mr. And now we've got right. Mr. Matthew from the past. Yes. So Matthew uses Prue's power to break the window and then just... Just blazes on out basically yeah. just take a little step yeah and you and know it's 12 stories yeah and it's you know how, questionable choice how, it's funny you know like in this episode he like comments on a lot of future modern things yeah, like well, that's how odd fun. but he yeah. is no questions about this skyscraper yeah he's it's just it like i very, guess this is how you exit. it is very selective oh, yeah which is fine the things just we're confused about yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it is funny yeah uh, but all the people on the ground below because like, he, he basically just like gently floats to the ground and then just like walks away and all the people there sitting having their like coffee and their little pastries their little breakfasties they're confused they're looking around they're looking up as you would they're gonna check themselves into the hospital yeah as you would yeah for sure but he i love this part too he just takes something off of someone's plate and just walks which away. respect just starts eating it and walks away and the guy's like okay and you know he's dressed in a colonial garb yeah so. and prue's shook <clears throat> that's different prue is shook what's the dvd intro song oh it's good is it's it? a good one okay. it's a cover of in the air tonight okay it's a live recording by holly mcnarland okay what's like the tempo tone what do you mean it's i can hear it coming in the air tonight you know that song it's not like this not at all it's this is bad right it's um, yeah that's bad we can dream tonight by ellery and it was so not the shen- one. it was not shazamable mm, yeah most and, of them um, aren't yeah it's just yeah, like no, the really... original song is really good because it cuts into like oh, very angsty right that's you know, what we want that's what that's what the tone is yeah 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 <laughs> i wish you could see the what i do with my mouth when i do that. also she's it's like a grandpa fist yeah and i was doing my little arms and she's like she looks angry i don't know it's yeah, like i don't know observing why. a gorilla i don't really know what's going on <laughs> thank you um but anyway so the disaster the of the scene. music transplants continues but now we're yeah. at the crime scene and everybody's like you know what's like, crazy he just floated on out of that window explain that yeah and we see uh daryl and andy interviewing the witnesses and it's really funny because andy is so grumpy yeah because he's he not getting it so grumpy like his little angry tight mouth mm-hmm. he also like lets them all talk for a while you know and then daryl's like we got to figure out whose office that is and andy's like oh i know it's bruce yeah i'm certainly familiar with whose office that is yeah and we're doing our classic um routine with these two with daryl and andy where daryl's like there's no way he actually jumped from there and just walked away except then andy and then andy's like well you got a better explanation right yeah it's like okay so keep in mind we live in charmed san francisco like are they ever on the phone with sunnydale because i feel they could yeah they really should be helping each other right yeah oh this there should have been a crossover oh my can you imagine how amazing that is like the charmed ones are going about their day and then they just like run run like they come across buffy Mm -hmm. in the graveyard that would be amazing yeah also i'm sorry this scene in the next scene we're at the manor oh my god and leo is doing his under the sink crap and <laughs> under he the asks, not plumbing he asks piper for whatever tool it's unimportant a, it's a um ratchet Great. extender i'm glad you I was wrote like, that who down who knows what that is but 
what I love is, I'm sorry, Phoebe being gay again. Oh my she god! Just comes she just knows, knows exactly. what a ratchet extender is. Such a missed opportunity. Why for would bisexuality. she know what that was? God, because of the bisexuality. Yeah, but anyway. Phoebe's being annoying toward Piper about no, liking Leo, but like in a, a good annoying. Yeah, we're not doing that. Not like we're not doing thing. that thing anymore right. where we're pretending that we both like Leo. She's basically just giving Piper shit for not asking him out. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Come on, do it." Right. She's she's tired of this. My sentiments exactly. Stop hinting around and ask him out already. I loved in this scene between the two of them, they have a really funny quote about minding their own business. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Am I the only person in this family who's inherited the take a chance gene? Probably, because if I remember my biology correctly, it's attached to the can't mind my own business gene. Oh, go. I also love this because Phoebe's like, you've Phoebe says to Piper, you've never asked a guy out before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm just very closeted human i don't leave the house much or i've just been through a lot of trauma and i didn't have time to date or if i'm just really autistic or if it's all these things but i feel as if we live in this world now with apps where Uh almost no one has ever asked anyone out in person Mm -hmm. like people don't talk to each other right it's actually weird to think about yeah how change well you know i'm always obsessed with how society has rapidly changed in such a short period of time no one ever wants to hear me talk about it but i'm going to i do because it's so weird that you know and i mentioned this before with the whole calling someone and not being able to call someone you know it's like oh Mm -hmm. they left the office they're going home so you just like you don't know you won't know i can't like look at your location to know we shouldn't know yeah that's why we're crazy or even with all the you know you can message me on instagram you can email me you can text me you can call me it's horrible it's just weird Mm -hmm. and then people talk about how quick people respond Mm -hmm. you know and if someone's good at responding or bad at responding which is ridiculous i've kind of started being like the concept of being good at responding is unhealthy. It's super unhealthy. If you're good at responding, you're always responding to people, that's unhealthy. Right. Because I shouldn't have my phone. I, you shouldn't be able to text me. But it then should there's be, the you're other, right in front of me and right. I'm talking then to you. Then there's the other side of that, though, where there are people who are, like, proud of not responding and how blah, 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 they're unavailable. But it's, yeah. like, not true because they're only available for, like, certain yeah. people. And they don't, like... Because I'm not... I've gotten really good at, like, responding in my own time. Yeah. And, but... I think the balance of that is you say to the person, hey, X, Y, Z, not necessarily an apology, but just like clear communication. This is why it's taken me a minute. It is crazy how now the concept of like asking someone out just means something completely different. Yeah. Because it's weird. The world has gotten so cynical. Like I think necessarily, unfortunately, you know, that if someone did come up to me, that would be a little weird. I would be wary right you know i like, mean i guess for me it's very specific though because it if, would I'm depend. At, if i'm at like a like an, a gay event and a, a woman chill. comes up to me then it's like eureka a dream yeah. because we never had that opportunity but i Finally. think if you're, if you're dating men it's different because that's yeah, like a you're, whole can you're of kinda something trying to suss out if they're gonna murder you yeah or, or like you are you crazy or... are you approaching me because you're like a, a unique relic like yeah, a are gem you, are you or, a gem or are yeah. you a demon right <laughs> are you jeremy right from episode one so then you know we have another yeah. freezing okay. incident at least this time we don't just put <laughs> yeah, it in the trash come on. but they almost spill like is it iced tea must be iced tea right on to leo and so piper freezes everything and then catches it in a bucket mm-hmm. very satisfying i love that right also <laughs> 
Prue comes in the room and she's frantic. You know, she's got, she just got spooked. And she says, You guys, we are in serious trouble. Uh, hi, Leo. Hey, Prue. Hey, um, sister's upstairs now. Then we're back at Buckland's. Buckland's. Andy's talking to our annoying. We're interviewing Hannah and Rex. Right, that. Our <laughs> um, secretly demon bosses. Right. Or like boss and boss and bosses, bosses, whatever girlfriend. That's <laughs> always a gal who doesn't seem to work, but is just there. Yeah. I don't know. Amen. But they're, you know, feeding their story to Andy and Daryl acting like they don't quite know what's going on when clearly they know something. Because mm-hmm. also, if you remember from the beginning of the episode, Rex is the one who gave Prue the locket. Uh huh. It was clearly intentional. More on that in a moment. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it becomes like a news broadcast, and then and Andy is so upset. Yeah, he's just over it all. It's also funny though because in this episode, I think he's less attractive. I agree. No, because I was gonna the way say because he's, he's acting like himself. a jerk and he's really grouchy and he's completely misunderstanding and everything. That one scene later where he kind of traps us. Oh we'll yeah, get that there, is but... that is a number one yeah, red that flag. Would be like I'll have a I'm feminist rant for that one. But in the next scene, you know, we've got Hannah and Rex talking about suspicious things. Yeah, this is all related part of to their the plan. locket, and they're flirting in a creepy, gross demon. Oh way. my god, I loved. You're gonna get wrinkles on your horn, which is so. <laughs> I just stop worrying, Hannah. Gonna get wrinkles on your horns. Need to go. Oh my god! But yeah, they say in that scene to each other that their the plan was to give Prue the locket to prove that they are the charmed ones because if they are Melinda Warren's ancestors, the then the warlock Matthew will be unleashed from Which the locket was. when she opens it, and that yeah. is what happened. And then also they want Matthew to get the powers for them. So they want him they to don't want steal to have to work. the power of three from no the sisters. No one wants to work anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they want him to give them the powers, which, like, why would he do that? Right. So there's a lot of flaws in their plan. Mm-hmm. Then we're at the manor, and yeah. Prue's telling Phoebe, yeah, filling him it in. was really spooky. I this did not love happened. it. Yeah. He blinked she doesn't say that she says he was there and then he was there it was bad yeah because we don't know what blinking is yet then phoebe has a premonition well because prue has the locket she brought the locket with her so then phoebe has a premonition and it's the first time she sees the past past. yes we're seeing the past for the first time from this locket she sees matthew get sucked into the locket and she also sees belinda right so she's like hmm seems bad yeah and it's i was really feel like he was supposed to be in that locket saw our first past i know that's super that's fun. Really fun that's honestly way more fun I than the future i would way rather yeah. see the past than the future well because the future just really puts a lot on you yeah the future's like quick go fix it it's like no plus you know it's like that episode where she had to chase that guy into the street wearing a wearing a whatever genie outfit yeah, she's outfit. wearing like hey yeah. i think you're gonna die like it's not that fun oh my god and then we cut to this guy in his office, this lawyer guy, and Matthew's there. He blinks in. Yeah. And this is so funny because in true silly boy, past boy fashion, right, he doesn't get he's it. just running around the city to all different Hollowells and murdering them. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know where what, to find you think anyone. This man in an office is a witch. a witch. Does he look like a witch? Does he look fun and whimsy? But it's very spooky because he he snaps his neck with his mind. 
right he to kill him yeah it's not great and i did love as he's leaving the room he says lawyers haven't changed oh yeah <laughs> yeah lawyers have not changed it was funny because when the lawyer's being threatened by matthew he says he's gonna sue him mm-hmm. we're back at the manor yeah and we're, we're looking, looking at, at the book little, of shadows we're looking at a little drawing of melinda warren she's yeah. cute we're getting more of the story the legend and how he betrayed Melinda. Matthew betrayed Melinda. And she trapped him in the locket. And that he must never be freed from the locket or he will destroy the Warren line. And he free from the locket. So we're a little worried. I mean, yeah. And we're trying to figure out what to do. As we do. Not sure what to do. So then we look at a news story and uh, they're talking about Mr. Boy just floating on out of the window and people are confused to say the least. Yeah. Oh boy. And then the doorbell rings and my dog gets angry. <laughs> Even though it's not our real doorbell. Right. And Andy is looking grouchy yeah. as yeah. hell. Andy shows up at the manor. He wants to talk to Prue because after the thing happened with Matthew, Prue ran off and the cops didn't get to talk to her. So he wants to talk to her. Also, can I just say, I love this scene because yeah, Phoebe this is good. handles this like a boss. She She's is basically yes. how the youngest sibling is feral. It's true, yeah. Youngest also, siblings are feral. She just handles this so well. She's just like very assertive, very and also the way she goes to just like turn and leave and Andy Loki like stops her oh my god like, he touches her he and grabs she, her she, like has and a visceral she's reaction like, where's your warrant excuse you oh my gosh yeah it's like you assert your dominance Ooh, yeah and this good. is funny because i another reason why i love the writing in this episode is we're getting to the core of some of these characters yeah you know actual character with development, phoebe yeah. and with andy i feel like like andy is being a cop He's acting like a cop. Yes. And not in a good way. If there's a good way to act like a cop, I don't think there is, but he's acting entitled to everybody. Honestly. He's acting very he's also, high and mighty and aggressive. He's acting like he knows what's true. Yeah. That is for me the most. And that's the most cop If you're thing. a problematic cop, that is what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Phoebe tells him to get yeah. lost, get a warrant. But on to more fun things, we're all sitting in the manor and we're talking about what the hell we do. So Phoebe's like, you know what we should do? We need somebody who's done this before. Ha are you in the mood to uh, perhaps conjure? <laughs> Would you like to conjure? Would you fancy a conjure? But Phoebe says we can, she's seen this thing in the book before where you can go back through time and call on an ancestor to bring them into this physical space and temporarily bring them mm -hmm. back to life so phoebe is kind of leading us through mm -hmm. this thing it and the really spell is, vibe is great it's also just so interesting to me like watching it and seeing like how suddenly this happens to phoebe it's weird but i like it because this is like the phoebe that i actually know yeah and phoebe As, was always really into like the idea of was, being a yeah, witch but it feels like she like grew up yeah even all like, of a sudden you know we've made multiple comments in uh, to, to this point in previous episodes about how phoebe had you know, seemed kind of like a dingus and had mm -hmm. no street smarts and all this stuff. And I feel like in this episode, we're finally getting like actual Phoebe. Yeah. You know, with how she dealt with Andy mm -hmm. and how she's dealing with this most powerful warlock they've yeah. ever faced. She's being her fully realized self. Mm -hmm. And I love this scene where we're doing the little spell. It's so funny. They're talking about 
pricking their fingers yeah. when they're kids. Yeah. And um, Piper says, I remember my finger got infected. Yeah, but the oath worked. And I couldn't go in the water for three weeks. Don't hand me that knife. How are you going to cut yourself out? Yeah, it's got infected. But you know, um, yeah, I do love that. Yeah. Did you ever do this at all? Any point as a kid? Did you have no. any friends that you like stabbed yourself uh, with and ma- made a blood oath? I have like a vague. I actually think we may have done it at one point. Me with and a- you? No, with. Really? I don't remember. That. I thought so. I was old Maybe when I, I was friends that with them. No, That'd know, be but weird. I feel like as kind of a joke. Like, but also for the record, I, I was going to say related to this that I am Piper and I cannot stab my own finger. Mm-hmm. It took me an hour to hype myself up enough to there's prick something... my finger for a, like, to get a drop of blood. But I will say, I think there's something about the tip of the finger that it's, just oh, feels like it. vulnerable and sensitive. I don't like it. And they always want you, because at the doctors, you know, or like for those yes. tests, they always want you to prick the side of the Ugh, tip of your I finger. I don't like it. Which is like a very sensitive spot, and I don't like it. Yes, I really don't like it. I would definitely need you to do it for me. I would just be like, please, stab yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. But they also act like it hurts so much. I love it. When I Phoebe mean, when Phoebe pricks her finger, she's literally like, ow, 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 it hurts a lot. Well, I actually I'm like, girl. Think, like, I have a really high pain tolerance, but like you just said, I think pricking your finger is like a lot worse than a lot of things. I guess. But I also, know. why did they have like to do it. the tip of their finger? They could have gotten blood from anywhere. What do you want me to do? Open an artery? No. <laughs> <laughs> could have done like right here or something. Mm. The part that gets me too about this, and this got me when I had and to do my little test too, is when you have to so squeeze much. your finger. <gasps> no, but I don't what like also it. but what I learned during those during those finger prick doctor tests was your finger does not bleed a lot mm-hmm. they act like your finger bleeds a it's lot bizarre. it does I don't not know. that's and in yeah. this scene their fingers are just like bleed bleed bleeding because it's not real blood maybe that's why it hurts they really sliced in there well that's you might have sliced right? too much yeah so then phoebe says melinda warren blood of our blood our great 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 great, 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 great grandmother we summon thee and we we are born by we i mean oh my gosh and it's so funny how she's like great 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 grandmother i also love this is also the introduction is it the introduction i think it is maybe not like once i don't know but i love the little glowing like glowing orbs yeah and then this lady shows up here in period garb right as you would be and she's like, oh, blessed be, which I also love. That's yeah. your first. Yeah. She's like, ooh, yeah. I've been dead for a while. I got to stretch these limbs. <laughs> oh, blessed be. And we're putting Melinda in modern clothes. And I love this because Phoebe undoes the zipper so she <laughs> can give it to it. Melinda. And Melinda's like, don't rip the clothes just to make it fit me. She's like, it's a zipper. And Melinda says, oh. Oh, yeah, wise witch made this. I also love, there's honestly so many great little audio clip moments because the writing there, is this, so funny. Uh, yeah, this episode's ooh, so good. Ooh, what sheep has wool this song? Yeah. <laughs> like a synthetic one. Yeah, I would not do well in the past, yeah. sensory wise. Yeah, rough clothes. I'd be getting burned at the stakes. I'd be running around be naked hot, all the time. You'd be hungry. Yeah. You'd be tired. You'd be dirty. It's upsetting. Right. Or, oh my gosh. And then she says, how do you keep your legs yeah, warm? She's like, drink my, she's like, my legs are out in this little dress. Yeah. We drink coffee. Leo comes in, sees Melinda. I can't wait till we can get into some more like Leo questions. Yeah. Uh, from earlier. Because yeah. sometimes I'm like, imagine being less helpful anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
and we have a cute little bonding moment melinda they and leo shakespeare. over hmm. shakespeare they finish each other's sentence kind of vibe they finish the quote and there might be a reason right why we both love why we both things really really know shakespeare uh-huh. you catch my drift yeah and it's also so good i love it <laughs> brew goes wasn't that fun and <laughs> wasn't that fun on. wasn't that fun okay let's go now <laughs> all righty we both quoted shakespeare that Lovely. is so funny wasn't, wasn't that, that fun? fun let's go that's a good one to keep when people say like problematic yeah. stuff or right. something weird they make it weird uh-huh. you're like wasn't that fun? yeah and melinda because you know she's a ghostly ancestor on the way out says you know something about him being great for piper yeah oh, good she for says you. To what piper, a like, that's a real good one oh, and piper's boy. like why are you telling me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so then we oh my god we have rex and hannah looking for matthew and it's so <laughs> funny and messed up because matthew has like shrung up this hardware yeah, salesman this poor man who just happens to have the last name hollowell yeah. and they're like dude you're like going on a rampage and it's not helpful yeah they're like buddy you're leaving a trail we it looks ex- weird right we expected you to be efficient you're killing everyone named hollowell it's kind of obvious yeah you should probably chill so they're like, come with us and we'll help you be a little more chill and get your job done. Mm-hmm. They say, we can help you find the sisters. And Melinda, back at the manor, Melinda is telling the gals her side of the story, everything that happened with Matthew and, and how she was burned at the stake. Right. I also think she's really good. Do you know her name? Yeah. Just Melinda Warren is played by Tyler Layton. And we will. Oh, cool maybe see her a number of times yeah right yeah yeah i thought so yeah because for a second i thought this was a different episode me too me too i thought this was the one that we went and we like are oh yeah it's not great yeah Yeah, terrifying yeah because i thought it was that one but then i when i thought about it Mm -hmm. i was like oh wait no that's way in the future Mm -hmm. i will say though too i get that it's like you know they wrote in specifically that oh she could have saved herself but she didn't because because of her daughter right which fun fun show blah 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 but that is like kind of a i think a magical thinking problematic thing that can sometimes persist that like ooh, maybe some of the people who did get burned were witches and they just didn't, didn't say why say, didn't they save themselves they could have saved themselves it's like no they, they definitely couldn't they were, they were just ladies yeah i mean i didn't think about that at all i was just thinking like because i do think there's something to that i just i I was just thinking like yeah i mean that makes sense because in in a world where there is actual magic like yeah if she had used her powers they would have murdered her child but so true in in reality that is a problematic yeah 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 yeah. so that is complicated because it gives the the women who've been accused like more power than they actually have really they have like no when in reality it's literally just like organized hate crime against women which is way more right it's a up. really extreme tool of control yeah yeah my other paint yeah don't seem like a witch or we'll just kill you don't do anything out of line or we're gonna turn you in and kill you slowly right because people also I don't, i'm sorry I'm, this is like one of my <laughs> autistic hyper fixations is like the witch trials and i'm not a historian but mm-hmm. like people always talk about being burned at the stake and obviously that's really bad like (laughs) yeah couldn't really get much worse Mm -hmm. than that no thank you i'll pass but they weren't just burning people at the stake oh yeah they were doing a lot of mess they're doing a lot of really messed up things to kill people what is that horrible thing i learned about the other day 
which one i can't remember it it was something about torture like, techniques or a hyperfixation. yeah it was that one that was like something involving you know like covered in honey and bugs eat you or something oh yeah oh god what is that not called? great i can't it starts remember. with an s yeah it's like they cover you in honey and then they put you out in the middle of the water and then like the bugs basically slowly yeah, eat you to death it's not cool yeah not good they really like to kill you in yeah, a lot I'm thinking of about like twisted stoning. ways oh yeah for sure or like or that whatever thing. that thing is where I they put remember. a big thing on you, Are you and they crush the same you? Thing? Yeah, and they Maybe. slowly add rocks yeah. until it crushes you. I'm this so sorry. This is a podcast about torture methods. We could have one. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Historical torture methods. Mm-hmm. Oh, in this scene, Melinda also explains yeah, blinking. Yeah, she says she that he copied it from another witch. Which, which confused doesn't me. make sense we're because gonna we just change scratch that, that from the record we change yeah. that later it's, it's just like warlocks a, blank yeah and demons right in this show demons and warlocks or is it just warlocks? some demons it's blank. like all evil people i don't think like everyone does but if but they most do people they blink. Well, i also think at a certain point in this show you kind of had to make them be able to blink because otherwise it's like what do you do they break into well, the house also there might be another type of magical creature that we introduce at some point that's on the good side right, that, that can, can do something permanently similar. travel in a similar similar right. way so it makes sense later but yeah right now we're acting like it's a witch's power mm-hmm. that he copied mm-hmm. but later on it's the story's gonna change right it's gonna be the mark of a warlock of an evil person right and then uh, Matthew's putting on pants and he's yeah, like, we're putting him, uh, him in modern Are these clothes. supposed to be tight? These pants meant to be so tight. No wonder your men frown all the time. It's a wonder they can even walk. <laughs> I hate it. Which fair, Matthew. No wonder your men always frown. Right. And yeah, Hannah's... I, mean, I hate tight pants. Same. But Hannah's also being a little demon hoe. Yeah, she's being and... kind of... um flirty yeah rex walks in on her being a little demon hoe and he upset yeah she she you know expresses don't be hoeing right don't be (laughs) she also expresses to matthew that it's hard to be a demon in the modern world you have to be concerned about behaving like a reasonable creature which is a bummer and it is funny because she also says harassment political correctness sexual harassment um (laughs) when you're so weird and i it reminded me of when prue said naked uh-huh like, i love I'm like, words it's she's like sexual <laughs> harassment i'm like who told um, her to say it that way matt barry in any scene of what we do in the shadows yeah you're know, the most devious <laughs> bastard i feel like New we reference York what we City. do in the shadows like every episode well i reference it every day <laughs> oh we're just also this episode is so fun because we're getting so much like background about like it's like finally having like you know if, if grants had actually survived to actually teach us shit yeah Melinda's kind of doing that. She's like, oh my gosh, have you guys added anything to the Book of Shadows? They're like, yeah, she's barely hanging on. Helping us kind of get settled into our being witches. It's like she's telling us things that we didn't realize if we had had an elder would have already been told to us. Even the way Phoebe's like, I could be making up my own spells. Damn. Yeah, she's literally like, wait, can I just make up my own spells? Mm -hmm. But also, I I wanted to add this real quick to the last scene. At the end of that scene with hannah and matthew i did also love matthew says to her that this is such a strange time it's so open but so closed Mm -hmm. and that is so true true. it's so weird and i love it because they're talking about like things they might have inherited because they're talking about phoebe being a bit difficult and she melinda references the great cheekbones i was like amen yeah it is funny Mm -hmm. and she's amazed by the pencil they give her a pencil to write with she's like no (laughs) ink and she writes with it. She goes, oh, wow. Yeah. And here we have uh, in the next scene, we have Rex teaching Matthew 
who the ladies are. Yeah. yeah, he's showing photos. They're doing a bit of study. Such marvelous paintings. <laughs> I love that too. Such marvelous paintings. You cannot feel the brush strokes. Ugh, and he sends them to Quake, which is not right. Yeah, people are enjoying their lunch. Yeah, we'll say though. Why does Hannah need to drive him? Yeah, so we he hear. Just blink. Yeah, I mean, maybe they don't want him using magic out maybe. in the open like that. He's also kind of but, a wreck. So yeah, their plan is to take Matthew to Quake so he can hopefully get Piper's power. So he is in oblivion when he's in there. Yeah. There's your answer to your mm, question. Right. You're so right. He's I guess I answered my question. He's consciously awake yeah. and aware, and he's, he's in stuck in like a which sucks. It's black mirror. Void. Yeah. It's basically like the good place in Janet's void, except right. it's not fun. But it's not fun. You don't have Janet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably can't just be like, give me an icy machine. Yeah. And then we cut back to the manor. And we're talking more about what we need to do to curse Matthew back into the locket. And I also like this because, you know, at, up to this point, Phoebe's been upset about her power. She's mad that all she yeah, does is and see in things. This scene, Melinda's and Melinda's like, like no, no it's so cool. You yeah. can do so much through it. And Phoebe's like, oh, okay, I guess I haven't looked at it that way. I mean, it arguably is like, you know, the most important one. I mean, it's because like, they get really important information. Yeah, it's the coolest one. It's just one, the I least think. fun. Yeah, and it's, it's a secret. Like, you never true. have to worry about so anyone true. seeing your power or accidentally using it out in the open. Mm hmm. Oh, I hate it too because we have this whole scene, uh, this whole part in this scene where they talk about endangered species. Yeah, we're, and Melinda's like, "Why would there be endangered yeah, species?" She's like, "Why wouldn't the animals still be around?" But we're talking about the ingredients we need for mm-hmm. the curse because we need a feather. Yeah, and we need an owl feather. Which when this happened, I was like, "Hmm, too bad." Okay, well, it's a very me. specific owl. Well, though. yeah, but it is funny because when she gets the feather. Pretty sure that's not a spotted owl feather. Well, I'm sure it's not. Yeah, it's like I'm a sure screech. It's like a. I have a but zillion of them But there's also they're upstairs. not expecting they're someone like you. Western what? screeching they're, they're, owl. They're feathers. not worried about a freak <laughs> like you sending them a letter that's like that wasn't a spotted owl feather. It's not spotted. It's striped. Whatever. Um, I have a zillion of those in my bedroom. So mm-hmm. thank you. She's got problems. She has to pick up every I feather love she sees. Birds and feathers. Right. Fight I me. love birds too, but Sue I'm me. not a little perv. Yeah. Yeah, so we see them show up at Quake. Oh, but uh, wait, hand- wait, wait, wait. Mm. It's also funny because when we're talking about the endangered species, we the concept of a zoo gets brought up. And I loved Melinda's reaction to a zoo. She's like, <gasps> she's just <laughs> shook. But there's a lot of good moments in that scene of um, like, you know, the time change being confusing, the, the time travel being shocking to <laughs> Melinda. Yeah, then we see Hannah and Matthew show up at Quake and Matthew, Mr. Silky Hair, wants his revenge and he shall have it, according to him. Yes, and I'm very stressed because they're playing right into the plan of the evil people by having Piper go to Quake to get the herbs for the hex because they don't know that Matthew's there waiting for Piper. But Phoebe's the one who goes into the kitchen because Piper gets caught up talking to a coworker. Right. And so Matthew Well the coworker sees Phoebe. But the, yeah, the interaction with the coworker says, is notable. She says, What about that English dude? Yeah, he's she says, Did you yeah, and Piper's she's like, like, Did you ever catch oh, up no. with that English dude? And she kind of in- gives us an inkling that Matthew mm-hmm. might be here because yes. that sounds like somebody called basically to see if Piper would be there uh-huh. so they could prey upon her. <laughs> <laughs> and naturally we cut to phoebe trying to fight in matthew, the kitchen with matthew trying to fight matthew with a rolling pin which is not gonna work true mm-hmm. 
And it's not going to be hard for him to take her power because she has no control she has, over it to yeah, begin with. Yeah, that's what's really hard is if, if yeah, he touches really her, she, he gets the power because she's going to have a premonition and she can't do anything about it. Not great. Yeah, so we see a premonition that Melinda is in the manor. So now he knows that Melinda is in this time. Also, he throws her on the ground even though he didn't need to do And then that. he blinks away. Rude. I wish I could make that blinking sound with my mouth. It's like the this thing is, that upsets maybe, me the most. This is, this is, you want to hear me make the blinking sound? This is really serious. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> that actually wasn't that bad. It wasn't the worst thing. Better than I've ever um, done. You do it. You do it. Go. Don't think about it. Do it. Blink. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. Wow. <laughs> I wish you could her. see what my face and neck did. <laughs> she looked did. like I just asked her to perform heart surgery. Like she was going to have to do the most challenging thing. Yeah. But Prue she leaves. She out. Okay. <laughs> Prue, <laughs> Prue leaves. We don't know why she's feeling. She drives very slowly. Um, Prue drives out. away to go to the museum because she found a, a stuffed mm -hmm. spotted owl at that museum so she's gonna try to pluck a feather from she it gonna which is a misdemeanor she gonna what robarlo robarlo yeah oh is that spanish yeah. oh my god <laughs> i recognize the um what is it the i don't low? know i don't even know What's how i called? remember yeah, that I don't know. yeah but um some kind of conjugation mm -hmm. but um, oh my gosh and so then she wait hello i'm sorry so Prue drives off to go to the museum and she get the owls out. Okay. We already said that you psychotic woman. <laughs> <laughs> she drives off to go get the owl feather and Andy follows her. Yeah. He follows behind in his car and he's Which is still also, acting it's like just, a little pissed he baby boy. He just has it all so wrong. I get that's the whole point, but it's like, why it's does also he think she's up to something? If anything, she's in danger. Like this well, man was in her office. You me. think she was fighting a man? She thinks You think she threw a man out the window? Like yeah. what? Well, the thing, and also like that man went on to murder other Hollowells. Right, So hello? clearly he tried to murder her. Right. So basically... It, it's good writing because he literally is only doing this because he's mad. because he's mad mm -hmm. they broke up and he still loves her say, yeah but he's acting like he's justified in like wanting to bring her in and question her it makes no when, sense is it a crime to get attacked right no <laughs> like, it's not is it a crime like, to get attempted murder right or like no. is it a crime to be suspiciously in, involved at all times <laughs> like no. no it's not so yeah. what is your problem and then Cop. typical struggle of the 90s communication style yeah we can't get in touch with anyone at the manor right phoebe and piper are like holy balls they're trying to call from quake right and they think prue is home because obviously they don't expect melinda to pick up the phone they didn't teach melinda how to pick up the phone which which yeah, honestly my is, first thing is this is how yeah. you pick up the phone it's also so funny she's trying so hard to talk she's to them. yelling into the space like, above phoebe, the phone i can hear she's like i'm here yeah and then she just hits any button which why would that be your which approach? hangs up the but phone. i guess it's kind of funny what would be your approach like i don't know yeah i mean you'd probably just you your instinct wouldn't be to pick up the no thing. you would have no instinct. like what would it be and then and matthew, matthew shows, shows up. up he's at the manor and melinda's alone at the manor with matthew now mm -hmm. and she's like looking at you and make me feel sick yeah sick burn oh my gosh and i love it because <laughs> when melinda isn't really sure what to do she, he asked where uh oh my god it's so good yeah like because he's looking for Piper he's like obviously. where are they yeah she's like where are they where are they she's like she said yes the zoo she's at the zoo yeah she's <laughs> like, like she's like at the, the zoo only that it's like knows. the only place we know to reference and we know they're not at the zoo they're so it's like a good not. thing yeah, to tell yeah. him yeah. 
I also see that is a western screeching owl feather i've oh got my a God. zillion of them upstairs mm-hmm. well yeah because they're a lot more common than a spotted owl Well, because they probably they film this in la mm-hmm. we're reacting sure to just, the premonition i'm sure just they just the went outside and grabbed an owl feather off the ground because that's think what that's i do what happened they're everywhere <laughs> i'm Literally, sure you walk around every day for a week you're, and you pay attention you're gonna find an owl feather yeah in our neighborhood you'll find a parrot feather that's that too, those are the ones feather, I owl feather. Yeah. those are the ones that are gold yeah but I love this scene because I honestly really felt like the acting was great. It's really good. Melinda especially. Yeah. You know, if you really think about it, like this character has been through a and lot. And she you, was burned at the stake. I, I have one time, you know, when we were watching, we were watching Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a uh, former friend walk through the room and kind of like scoff, scoff at, at it. it right? Because if you don't, if you don't know the like story world and if you're not like seems lo- ridiculous low key, if you're not a fun person you if you're not a person who likes cult classics right and mind you this is like a person who just watches you know Can't, keeping up with the kardashians yeah or like <laughs> riverdale you know like that yeah. kind of thing which like you know whatever you're into but i just think it's ironic you know my point is okay as an actor like if you're approaching this yeah this is hard yeah because you have to make this you're back from the dead. You have to make these stakes as high as they are, even though it is like silly and ridiculous because yeah. you know it's not, you know, like, oh, I'm from the past. I'm a witch. You're a warlock. We used to hook up and then you stole my powers and then you had me burned at the stake. That's a lot. That is a lot. And now it's like I'm back and but my, you're trying making, to kill my right. ancestors. They're like, actually making it believable. She literally has like a single tear that falls oh, at yeah. one point. It is so That's perfect. That's so good. Yeah. Like you really feel like I honestly got like like heated watching this scene. I was like, oh, right. You actually care. Like I really this was the first time since the beginning of the show. I feel like where I really was invested in the actual Mm storyline. Yeah, I feel like it's because these two actors are doing a very good job Mm -hmm. because even the guy who plays Matthew. Yeah, he's really playing like toxic relationship. Yeah. And I also think he kisses her at the end of the scene while she's crying. And I do think that like it's clear that like they were like real actors who were playing this from the from the place of like I'm an actor and not i'm a bad guy yeah because right? there's yeah. a huge difference like if you're just playing like a caricature of a villain it's still fun but it's not as fun as if you're playing a real person who happens to be yeah. motivated by their evil bullshit yeah or even after matthew blinks out of the room mm-hmm. we get a, a few seconds of just melinda there like a super uh-huh. close-up of her after he leaves and just like this is me being super you know <laughs> oh my god but the, you can see behind her eyes uh-huh. <laughs> every single thought and experience that she is having and it is exactly correct and right. i just feel like we have not had that You're up right. to this point yeah in this it's show. been like so that, that wedding episode me, with the like, damn yeah yeah no and good. then we cut to bucklands and hannah shows up and rex is like where's matthew and i'm sorry i literally wrote in my notes rex is a dick with no abilities why does she have to do everything oh my god and he always just expects he's just throwing hannah around he's like you do it hannah you do it it. you lost him like my cigar i'm blowing yeah he's worthless he's worthless classic patriarchy she doesn't know she could just stomp on over him you don't need him go find some other demon yeah yeah and then the gals get back and melinda's like sorry but also matthew was here and he threatened me and it wasn't good yeah prue's going to get the feather yeah we're shook because matthew was there yeah and we're waiting for prue to get back they got the herbs piper and prue got the herbs but now we're waiting for the owl feather which prue has 
Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the museum late at night. Spooky. Prue is sneaking out of the museum late at night with her owl feather, which I love how they act like this would be easy to do. But I guess in the 90s, it was a little well, easier. Also, if you're Prue, you work there. Like, no one thinks you're stealing something. I guess something. that's true. Yeah. yeah. But she's just openly carrying it. Well, I mean, also, who's like, you, it's not like she's carrying the owl. She's Nobody's going to well, be no, like, where'd you I get that feather? I would put it in my pocket. Yeah. And then, of course, Andy intersects us this and is, is when a pain Andy in the ass. starts to get on my shit list. Yeah. And he's going to have to work to get off it. Mm-hmm. But we're back with Rex and Hannah. And Hannah found Matthew because she lost him at Quake because he blinked <laughs> away. Lost him like a little puppy. So she brought him back. And we're chatting about our plan. And Matthew wants to focus on getting rid of Melinda because he's got beef. Mm-hmm. But Rex is like, you get me those powers from the Charmed Ones. Mm-hmm. Focus on the goal. Right. And we don't yet know why Rex yeah, is what so is like really going on and obsessed. Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Yeah. Rex says, I don't care about the curse mm-hmm. on you. I want the power of three. Right. And Rex gives Matthew a gun. Which is like, what? Oh, my this God. Little, he and already Matthew's can like, twi- kill you with a twist of the hand. eyes light up. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Andy basically scene. makes Prue talk to him in the car and is talking about how she obstructed justice and all this stuff. And it's basically code for you hurt my, my girlfriend. feels. Blah. I'm a nice guy. You should like me is essentially which what is scene yeah is. it's like i'm entitled because i didn't like punch her or anything yeah and prue's like i've got to go this involves my sisters he's like to just trust me and tell me stuff no. and it's extra annoying because we already did tell him mm-hmm. and he had a bad reaction also feminist rant of the day okay Woo. there is this thing i don't know if it has a name i don't know but like this technique that a that is like you know it's one of those things where it's like normalized to society a lot of women like don't recognize it for how like insane it is even if it like feels bad in their body where a man will use his whatever power Mm -hmm. he might have or just his physical body to trap trap you you. right like oh maybe you're having an altercation and you're trying to leave the room you're trying to leave the room they'll grab you they'll stop you they'll block you which is obviously gonna make you go feral but also it's they're they're using their particular power that they have against you and this happens way more in this like very specific patriarchal relationship setting like in this case he's not using his physical power he's using his job power oh i'm tired of this he's acting like he's gonna arrest he's basically says are you gonna make me arrest you he's using all those times that he was what we thought was a nice guy in their relationship yeah. and like a calm and he's patient like bringing and he's it like, up no i'm tired of it i'm just gonna do what i want yeah. oh i hate it yeah damn it very, andy you're not even cute anymore up. now you're just mr hair to me again yeah now you're back to being mr hair so this episode we have mr hair and mr silky hair maybe they should oh my kiss god oh but prue to get out of the which car, i love she uses her power to inflate the airbag mm-hmm. and trapping keep, him trapping andy in the car for Bye, a few loser. moments it's great yeah, so you're going to use your copy power against me. I'll use my literal power against you. Yeah, yeah. And then we're back at the manor. We've got all the all the curse ingredients in, in this our little... In sachet. In a wee... I was going to say wee sachet. Mm. Wow. I love a sachet. Twins. I love that word. Yes, it's yes. good. It's mm-hmm. very good. Good mouthfeel. <laughs> um, talking about ear feel, mouth feel. This is a podcast about how things feel. <laughs> this is a podcast about sensory issues. Yeah. And then Matthew shows up get out sensory preferences right <laughs> but matthew shows up yeah oh my and he gosh uses his yeah power, which i don't like uses prue's power to bring piper toward him and then he holds her and he's threatening to shoot everybody 
Which, like, come on. He's like, Piper, use your power or I'm going to shoot. He said, I found this fun new killing device. I'm going to try the fun new killing device. Yeah. But also it is funny because he's from the past and he's a warlock. So it's not right, like he's why ever he used a, use gun a gun before. Yeah. And even, if they, even if they showed him how to use it, you know, I'm going to be learning how to use a gun for my own safety. You could easily mm-hmm. get that gun from him. One thing with I'm the confused. way he's holding Okay, there's it. a couple things I'm confused about. I thought that her power... Whose power? Prue mm-hmm. was powerless against him once he took it. Am I thinking That's about that Melinda wrong? That's what Melinda says. Okay. It's Melinda just like a little bit oversight But maybe what she's more so supposed to mean is just that like it's not as powerful because he can do it right back. Okay. We're going to go with that. But yeah, I did notice that. Mm-hmm. And then... And also, well, because the other thing was too, Piper froze him, which that should give him. But right at the last second, though, he didn't have time to unfreeze and use her power back. If she had done it sooner, it would have been bad. She just they shocked him. But she did it at the last minute, so Prue could throw the owl feather into Mm -hmm. the into the curse, and then Melinda says the curse, Mm -hmm. and he gets sucked back into the locket. Yes, and I love it because she yells when this is happening. It's what you deserve. Mm -hmm. We need to take this locket. I was gonna say we like need to Jumanji. put it in a box. I was gonna say like Jumanji. Put it in a box. They didn't do inside a good another job. Box. Now, inside they? another box. Yeah. And then when that, and then mail that box to ourselves. And then when it arrives, <laughs> we'll smash it with a hammer. <laughs> no, we need to bury it deep underneath the home. Oh, I think yeah, is you're the goal. So right. I think is what we need to do because mm-hmm. nobody can find this. Right. First, we put it in a box and set another box and set another box and set another exactly. box. They're all the boxes are and locked. Then and we then we bury it. Yes. And then we bury it. And they're all locked in different ways. You know, like one's yeah. a padlock, one's a key. Combination. One, you know, yeah. It's like, magic. Yeah, exactly. All the ways you can lock a we box. We really need you to know. make sure nobody touches this right. locket. Yeah. And then, you know, okay, good for us. We succeeded. But then we see Hannah and Rex. They're mad. They're upset because their plan failed. Right. And we can tell that it's building and we're going to find out more about these two and hopefully be done with them because I'm so tired of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because they say in this scene, we're kind of finally getting information about them. And they really come forward with like, this whole thing was our plan. Mm-hmm. Getting this locket and giving it to Prue was their plan. This whole thing happened because of them. And they also in that scene give you a little bit of information about some boss that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. They're like the boss. Dem- demonic like, evil the boss that they have that they're answering to. Mm-hmm. So there's a bigger scary that's above them that we don't even know. Right. Yet. Um, and back with the cops we see andy being a jerk and even daryl's like love Darryl you're being scene. a jerk yeah, see, again in this episode we're getting more character development we're yes, finally Darryl getting daryl being a person because mm-hmm. i I've loved like, it's weird because when we watch the early episodes i'm like ugh, daryl's like yeah, kind of a but i bummer. love daryl but long term daryl's the best daryl's my boy yeah he's so great and he i love this scene because he finally gives it to andy he's like andy you're mm-hmm. acting like a little baby mm-hmm. she broke up with you you're not in a relationship cry about it if you wake the judge at this hour right you're what? gonna get like your rank in the police force is gonna get like right. you're gonna get demoted yeah they have no because evidence you have, have no nothing. reason just, to get a warrant against this lady has is an angry little mouth oh my god it's so angry it's so angry but on a better note, oh Piper! And Piper Leo. finally asks Leo out for she the says, love of God. Do you want to go out? And he's like, Yeah, right. So we finally did that. 
But she also says, go away, because we're kind of doing magic like, upstairs. We're going to put a lady back in colonial death. So Yeah, we're going to go murder our great, 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 great grandmother. Well, I guess like more so just like lay her back to rest. Right. She got to go back to sleep. Yeah, she got to go back to Betty Bye. And the ship sails, though. The Piper Leo ship Finally. sails. We're going on a date. Right. Yeah, I will say too, I love this whole last scene with them. It's so this is good. some good intergenerational shit. She's like, this is not my time. I even shed a tiny tear. I don't know yeah. if it's because I was like doing intergenerational well, no, stuff. This is a good episode. It's good. Genuinely good. And like, there's that whole cute moment where Phoebe kind of puts Melinda's hand on her heart uh-huh. and she says, what do you see? And Melinda says, I see the future. Many more generations of my beautiful daughters. I see my dreams fulfilled. Oh, thank you for that. It's just such a touching moment. Right, the theme is intergenerational healing. Yeah. Hot shit. Yes, it's so sweet. It's really nice, like, to be able to, like, see your, like, many times before ancestor and for them to just say to you, like, this makes me proud. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is when so charmed becomes charmed. When they charmed. send Melinda off, doesn't she wear the locket? Does she? I think Guess she I didn't does. Catch it. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. I wonder Amen. where it goes. Right. You know, like if she was burned at the stake, yeah, and she's that's, this is like a complex. dead ver- like like this is her like physical form, but she's dead, and she takes that. Like, what does that go to the afterlife with her? Right. Or does that go to like? where she was burned like i have so many questions i wow. just wonder where it's it went too bad you can't ask I feel like that's too risky i'd want to put it in a box and lock it away that's risky too anyone could find it at any time and not know how to deal with this man he could go on a killing spree. well you got to be a descendant of her you know to unleash him like if you opened it and oh, you true. weren't a descendant right. of her it would be fine yeah so i feel like i'd just like go on a trip to the bahamas mm-hmm. or something <laughs> It's also cool because you can go back to the afterlife knowing that like this dude yeah. has been dealt with. Knowing that like your family is safe and mm-hmm. yeah, and we get those oh, glowing glowy orbs, orbs again. They're really good vibes. Fades away and it's a really pretty mm-hmm. moment. Really and good. they're all kind of and then we're it's nice. Like I feel like this this episode, you know, it's interesting because there's so much like magic. Like kind of we're getting into more like they've figured it out. Like oh, this is what blinking is gonna be. This yeah, is what this is gonna get be. A you lot know, like a lot of the mythology or like even Hannah and Rex like referencing some boss. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like. And I think that's why it works, you know? It's like, it's so human. We see all their faces when she, like, kind of yeah. goes back. And it's like, you know, we're kind of reminded that, yeah, this is like a a spooky, silly show about witches. But also, really, it's like they've lost all their family. Yeah, they have no family. <laughs> they have no And we talk elder. about throughout the episode multiple times that they all really wish they had an elder or a teacher or a mentor or somebody. And I've said, like, I feel like I've already said multiple times in these episodes, that's what's lacking. You know, when I think about Buffy Giles, you know, we've got Mm -hmm. Giles and that is like, if we didn't have Giles, that show wouldn't be good. It's very grounding. Yeah. And, and honestly, we when we lose Giles, when to. we lose Giles in it's that horrible. show, it is hard. It becomes very ungrounded. There's like something it's missing. It's horrible. Yeah. That period of time is like it's just unbearable. Mm-hmm. Skip it. Erase it. <laughs> but yeah, so we really need a teacher. Yeah. We really need guidance. Mm-hmm. And between you and me, we're not going to get it. <laughs> I know. We get like little If pieces anything, we're going to get like a, a, burden, a worthless idiot. Which we love. Who, but... who, lovable 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 great guy yeah Love but him, not helpful gold. it's like okay oh i you. went to go get you some help and they said mm, 
no we're watching our shows <laughs> they said, I said oh yeah we're so busy we're so busy they said oh i don't think i can fit that in Anyway. But thank you for joining us. This was a good episode. I hope you enjoyed listening. Go episode. And don't forget to, if you're listening on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss our future episodes. New episodes come out every Thursday. And remember to follow us on TikTok and Instagram. The Instagram especially has been more active. So follow us on there at the power of two pod. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a five-star rating and review our podcast telling us why you like it. Yeah. The Power of Two Will Do Nothing For You is a Vanderland Productions podcast hosted by Jordan and Madison Vanderland, produced and edited by Madison Vanderland. All featured charmed audio and video clips are registered to the original copyright holders.